This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. And Duke is going to the Sweet 16. Again. 24th time for Mike Krzyzewski. Now here's your host, Alex Dreisick. Welcome back to Moose's Mulligans, where money talks and BS walks on your favorite sports podcast. I'm your host for it, Alex Dreisak. And we got another great episode for you here. Make sure to check us out at our website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com, twitter.com slash moosesmulligans, and facebook.com slash moosesmulligans. You'll see the article I'm going to talk about here on the show on that website, moosesmulligans.weebly.com. It's through blogger.com slash moosesmulligans. And uh, MLB predictions will be coming on that blogger site as well. Uh, this topic for this show is going to be a little more controversial. And I, so I want to hear your opinions on this. So make sure to go and fill it out. You can go fill out the contact us form at moosesmulligans.weebly.com. You can tweet directly at us at moosesmulligans or at my Twitter uh, handle at Moose Dryzak. Uh, you can Facebook message us. You can call 760-814-0740. So let's get to the fun stuff. Let's get to the actual article. Wow, it's very nice. The article is titled The Blue Devils and the Details, The Story of Persistent Excellence. The Blue Devil part, obviously referencing Duke University and they're very well known for their basketball team, and they have the Blue Devil mascot. And I got the idea to write about this article from Duke University Basketball. And the idea was the question of why do some consistent winning organizations attract admiration and others attract envy? And this came on March 17, 2018. The two-seated Duke Blue Devils basketball team just cruised to an 87 to 62 victory over the number seven seed Rhode Island. So Duke gets back into the sweet 16 once again. And in this game, coach Krzyzewski, famously known as coach K, he got his 1099th career win passing the late pass summit as the winningest coach in division one basketball history. Yet there wasn't like a big celebration for this. And I, I wrote, Coach K didn't even seem to celebrate it too much. He said to a CBS reporter, quote, It means I've had a lot of good players and I'm at a really good school. The lady who had the record would have hundreds more. Pat Summit was as good a coach as there was. It's an honor. That's a very respectful and humble answer. I think, that, I think that's a great answer. And a lot of people were not happy with Coach K beating Pat Summit's record. There's almost the thought of, there's the thought of, you know, it's like a classic Duke ruining everything. They don't, they don't deserve this success. But where does, the idea seems to be coming from that we categorize persistent success as being rich, bending the rules, playing dirty, having a media bias, a referee or umpire bias, 
a controversial star player, and then a well-known coach, which usually comes from them having such such success on that team. And and most sports fans will hate the consistently successful team because they have these assumptions stated above. But you won't you won't just see this hate at Duke University. There's plenty of examples of teams throughout every sport. The, this this hate is like in 1961. Roger Maris hit 61 home runs to surpass the legendary Babe Ruth, who had hit 60 home runs in a single season. Now, Maris did in 162 games. Ruth did in 154. And it stated that Maris had, you know, so Maris had eight extra games and hit two more home runs. So everyone said that he cheated to beat the record, in a sense, with the extra games. And the stress on Maris was actually so much that his hair literally was falling out of his, out of his head. And he had some long-term effects from this, this amount of stress constantly on him, getting death threats even. And the town that, <laughs> that ran him out with all this pressure and stress? New York. The same town that Ruth played for and the town that Maris broke the record in. The, the even more irony of it to me is that the Yankees themselves are, are not very well liked. In fact, they are considered the most hated team in the United States of all time. So the New York Yankees have long been hated because of their constant success. And, you know, it's for such a long period of time. Being located in New York, they have the cutthroat media, diehard fans, great profits coming in. And the Yankees are able to piece together very competitive teams on the regular because of all of this. They even have the nickname the, the Evil Empire. You know, I dare you to go Google the Evil Empire. and Look at how many pictures of Star Wars actually come up. And at this point, you know, Darth Vader, I think I said, should be the mascot for the New York Yankees and for a quarterback, Darth Brady, Tom Brady. But that's exactly my point right there. Tom Brady should be everybody's hero. This man was fighting for a starting QB spot back in high school. He had to earn his way to varsity. He had to earn his way to start at Michigan. And he had to earn, earn his way to start for the New England Patriots after being drafted 199th overall in the 2000 draft. I think it's safe to say now Tom Brady was the best player in that draft class. He has four MVP awards spaced out between 2007 and his 40-year-old season. Yeah, 4 0 in 2017. A 13-time Pro Bowler. He has five Super Bowl rings, four Super Bowl MVPs. He's even a comeback player of the year from a horrific knee injury. He's a devoted husband, devoted father, doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't get in trouble off the field. His wife is smart, rich, and absolutely gorgeous. He doesn't do the Papa John's, I'm just like your neighbor, Peyton Manning BS commercials, because Tom Brady knows he's not your neighbor. He knows he's better than that. From pick 199 and told he would never be a starting quarterback to the greatest of all time, the GOAT. And he is widely hated. This is the story I think we should be embracing proudly. He's the true American role model, but instead we treat him like Darth Vader. And I, I have no reason to be a Patriots fan. Hell, I don't like anything about Boston. I'm, you know, a Yankee fan and all. But I know excellence when I see it. And I have the confidence to want to have more of it in my life. And I have no reason to be a Patriots fan. And I have no reason to like someone like Pedro Martinez. Being, well, you know, is prime on the Red Sox. But growing up watching Pedro Martinez and Roger Clemens go at it twice... 
and one series in the 2003 ALCS. And damn right I wasn't rooting for Pedro, but greatness is greatness. And I want to absorb any bit of it I could, which meant not seeing Pedro Martinez as a Red Sox, but instead seeing him as one of the greatest pitchers to ever play the game and embracing that role. Think about the players and teams that you hate. Just take a second. What, what does it say about you? When the Cubs finally won the World Series, I could feel sheer joy from you know Bill Murray, who had been a Cubs fan for life through thick and thin because they had horrendous years, and he was still a Cubs fan. But that didn't make me a Cubs fan seeing that story. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 This is opposed to the two-year Cubs fan who can start rooting for them now because he's not embarrassed because they won the World Series finally. There's, There's... Being a fan of a team, and then there's appreciating excellence wherever you can find it in sports because it's so rare. Sports are for our enjoyment and appreciation of excellence. And you can be a a fan of a good or bad team and still love your team, but to make the most of yourself as a human being, you have to gather excellence where you find it and bring it to you. The excellence I admired from the Cubs was Theo Epstein, breaking not one curse but two curses putting together a franchise that would break curses that many thought never would be broken. But like I said, it didn't make me go run off and buy a Cubs jersey to wear to school the next day. But I did wear a Willie Mays jersey the next day, even though I'm not a Giants fan. But there was greatness in that man, and wearing that jersey shows I was able to see it. So just to leave you off here, the next time you go off saying, I hate LeBron James, I hate Tom Brady, I hate Giancarlo Stan and Aaron Judge together. They're ridiculous. I hate Grayson Allen. He's Christian Leitner 2.0. I hate Duke basketball. I hate Yankees baseball. I hate Patriots football. They don't play it right. They don't play the game right. Instead of bringing all these negative vibes to the sport and to yourself, look in the mirror, appreciate how ridiculous these people are to do what they do, enjoy the unbelievable things they bring to the game, because there's you won't get to see it much longer. Sports go. They go quick careers. It's, it's, we're, we're lucky enough to see an MVP at age 40. We're lucky enough to see LeBron James putting up the best numbers of his life at age 34. We're lucky to see two gigantic baseball players do unbelievable things on the same team. And, and try to love and appreciate greatness because maybe it will rub off on you. Oh, and on the article, I love it. you got to go look because there's a trivia question about who the greatest athlete in their sport is that everybody loves. There's only one that is the greatest in their sport. No debate about it. They're the greatest in their sport, and everybody loves them. So I want you to go and answer that for yourself. That makes you check out the article more. I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I liked a little twist on it. So Make sure to go to moosesmulligans.weebly.com to check out the article. Uh, it will be posted on Facebook and on Twitter. So you can go to twitter.com slash moosesmulligans, facebook.com slash moosesmulligans, Tweet at Moose Stryzak, at Moose with Mulligans. Either way, I'll get back to you on that. As I love hearing what you guys have to say about this. Tell me what teams you hate and why, and if you do respect somebody on that team, I'd love to hear it. So I will be live on Point Radio Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. But until next week on this podcast on Sunday, 
Money Talks and BS Watch right here on your favorite sports podcast, Moose's Mulligans. We'll see you next week. Help.